It's the story arc of Elliot Bueller. Today on the show, Six Feet Misunderstood. Stories about death and dying, and the people whose job it is to see what so many of us get to ignore. from the HBO series Six Feet Under about a fictional family named the Fishers who run a mortuary together in which one of the main characters, Nathan Fisher Jr., is identifying his father's body at the morgue. Nathan Sr., who just hours before was killed in a car accident, lay dead on the table. Visibly shaken, Nathan Jr. hallucinates his father, dressed as a morgue worker standing beside his own battered corpse. He says to Nathan Jr., This is what you've been running away from your whole life, buddy boy. Scared the crap out of you when you were growing up, didn't it? And you thought you'd escape. Well, guess what? <laughs> oh, nobody escapes. Well, that scene, and the entire show for that matter, is fitting. My dad... Franklin S. Bueller. He actually once told me the same thing. None of us are infallible, and none of us are going to get out of this alive. See... My dad's also a mortician. Funeral director and embalmer. Two different occupations there. Right. Anyway, like Nathan Jr., death scared the crap out of me too growing up. I was maybe 12 years old the first time I saw a dead body. My brother, who at the time was working and living at a funeral home in Flagstaff, Arizona, must have thought it would be funny to trick me into walking into the embalming room where a fresh body lay on the table. exactly like you'd imagine, almost stereotypically so. The man was covered to the armpits in a white sheet, and there was a stainless steel support under his head. I remember expecting him to wake up. It was a stillness I had never seen before, which was a little surprising. After all, I practically grew up in a mortuary. So did my dad. His father was a funeral director, and he grew up around the business like I did. He didn't have a brother to trick him into it, but his first experience with a dead body was actually eerily similar to mine. I'll never forget it. I was introduced to it about um, the age of eight. We lived in a funeral home in Clovis, New Mexico, and um, Dad and I were talking about um, different kind of guns, 22 versus a shotgun, for instance. And uh, <clears throat> we, um, I didn't know I was going to be exposed this way, but we were talking about it and which makes the greater impact not knowing and so forth and um, he took me into the back preparation room where he had prepared a man who had an abdominal wound from a shotgun Uh, necessarily a suicide or somebody else shot him or what but um, it made an impression and an impact on me at that 
at that age. Now, his experience obviously affected him quite differently than mine had. It eventually led to him deciding to pursue a career in the business, the only one he ever had. In terms of occupation, this is the only thing I've ever known or worked on. He spent more than 40 years working as a funeral director, and four of my brothers followed after him. I haven't and won't be joining them. Now, 13 years after my first encounter, the same brother asks me if I want to go with him to pick up a body. I'm too old for trickery, I suppose, but I go. Another first. to the house and go to the door. We're greeted sedately and told to come in. It's voluntary this time, but everything feels the same as before, my brother leading me in naively. There in the middle of the living room on a home hospital bed lies that stillness you expect to move. The man is surrounded by a few of his children and grandchildren. I've never been so out of place. I stand there somber as my brother converses with the man's daughter about his age. Seventy, I hear the daughter say. He was a young man, my brother responds thoughtfully. On the way back, with Mr. Crosby secured to the gurney in the back of the car, I catch a glance at my brother. He seems so matter-of-fact about all of it. Experience does that, I presume. Yeah, experience does help out with that. That's my brother Ben, one of the four. I don't know if you ever totally get used to it. It's not like... Not like something that that uh, I'm not sure that I want to get used to doing that. And yet they almost have to. A funeral director can do as many as 600 cases in a year. So Ben says there has to be some distance. Without it, you probably wouldn't last very long. It would be draining emotionally if if I was wrapped up in in every in the emotions of every family that I I took care of. My dad puts it this way. It's difficult to balance. Um... Um, you don't want to be, uh, let it take you down all the time or be disenchanted or unhappy or have those feelings because of, of a loss. You have to remain um, empathetic, of course, but... Um, you have to recover. So Ben says, you follow a routine. And there's security in that, calm. And not just for the families. To be calm in that way, um, it, it, it does help me uh, to just remember to, to keep things in perspective, to, um, to be more, more methodical about the job at hand, and, and not to be, you know, not let my emotions guide me through what I'm going to be doing for this family. Still, though, the system isn't perfect. As much as you tell yourself that it's just business, it isn't. Or it is, and it's just unlike any other. What's nearly impossible to imagine is any other business that would have me spending my Thanksgiving afternoon standing in a giant cooler surrounded by bodies on carts as Ben goes looking for a crematorium order.
standing beside Mr. Crosby, the only one of the six bodies that's still warm, but who soon won't be, I realize I'm Nathan Jr. And a voice in my head says, scared the crap out of you when you were growing up, didn't it? And I answer, yeah, it did. But even more than fear, I grew up embarrassed of the funeral business, and in a weird way of death. I was embarrassed of death the way a sanitation worker's kid might be embarrassed of talks about recycling. One mention and everyone knew his dad was the garbage man. I had an insider's view, but I couldn't shake the associations that I assumed everyone made with funeral directors. Death. 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 Boring. Cemetery. Funeral. Cold. Embalming. Creepy. Sadness. It sounds almost funny to say now, but for so long, that embarrassment seemed as real and inescapable as death itself. And you thought you'd escape. Well, guess what? (laughs) Oh, nobody escapes. 